Carl Jung said, the privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. This is an invitation to move differently in the world, to operate from a place of deep knowing and alignment. I'm Adrian McDonald and welcome to the Mindset Strategist Podcast. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back, or welcome if it's your first time. I'm so grateful you decided to join me. Spring has sprung, and thanks for the birthday wishes last week. I've got a bit more pep in my step and a few projects in progress, so I'm definitely feeling the excitement of new beginnings that this season brings. Now I have a loose content calendar of topics that I intended to discuss on this podcast. And sometimes I have to laugh at the synchronicities that come up. Last week I was listening to another podcast, Africa Brooks. I really love the work she does around self-censorship because it's really taken my thinking around that to a deeper level. Last week, though, she was talking about imposter syndrome in a way that I've been mulling over for several months now. I thought, wow, it's pretty interesting. Must be something in the collective. So today I'm going to dive into a bit around my thoughts of the shadow side of imposter syndrome. So first, let's talk about what imposter syndrome actually is and what it's not. So the definition, if you bring up Webster's of imposter syndrome, is It is a psychological condition that is characterized by persistent doubt concerning one's abilities or accomplishments, accompanied by the fear of being exposed as a fraud, despite evidence of one's ongoing success. Now, I really want you to take that definition to heart, because it's important to this thread that we're pulling on, this looking at the shadow side. What do I mean by shadow side anyway? Shadow work or dark side work is when we're looking at the unconscious parts of something, something that is hidden, and there's always a bit of gold you will find in doing that work. So let's break this down. There's a key word in that definition, persistent, and despite evidence of success. And we all have moments of self-doubt. That's part of the human experience. And that is not imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is a persistent doubting to the chronic level. And again, even in the face of evidence uh, to the contrary, you still are having that fear of being found out. It's very fear-driven or being accused of a fraud or being a fraud. Now, one of the best books I've ever read on this as far as like being on someone's journey dealing with imposter syndrome is by Shonda, Shonda Rhimes, who created like Grey's Anatomy, Private Practice, and Scandal, and a whole bunch of other things. Uh, she's won many, many awards, and she had a significant problem with this to the point where she was turning on some great opportunities and she really avoided speaking about her accomplishments. And one day, when she was, uh, I think, over at her sister's house or something, she made a decision that she was going to say yes for a year to different opportunities. When they came up, she was just going to say yes. 
And during that time, she really had to claim her worth on like a whole different level. Not only in the accomplishments in her profession, but also in her personal life. It is a really great read on how how to overcome imposter syndrome, but also how damaging it can be to your life if it if it runs its course very deeply. Now let's turn to self-doubt. A few moments of self-doubt are actually pretty good for you because it's going to make you pause and take stock of a situation. Do I have this? Do I need to ask for help? Do I have the skills? Can I learn the skills? This level of self-awareness is really critical for growth. And in this age of rushing to label things, I think sometimes we skip the pause and go straight to, oh, this must be imposter syndrome. So all I need to do is like summon that woman, woman pose, that woman, woman, that wonder woman pose or Superman pose, and I'm good. And to help you understand a little bit deeper about what I'm talking about, I am going to get into some of my own challenges when I was in corporate around this and after I left corporate, as well as when I, where I see it in the industry that I'm in, which is personal growth, personal development. The timing of this is really great, I think, because this is on the heels of last week's episode where I talked a little bit about my journey. Now, I am a huge believer in reaching ahead in your career. I would say most of the positions I've held in corporate when I took a new job were growth opportunities, meaning I had a little self-doubt. I mean, okay, I, I should be able to pull this off. And, you know, it was one of those, I was not going to be able to check all the boxes on the job description. And it usually involved me, me needing needing to focus on learning a different skill set or deepening a skill set I already had. And I believe that to be a very healthy response to opportunity. I also believe that if you want to progress, you don't have to be able to check all those boxes off of a job description because, quite frankly, most people do not. It's been said many times that women seem to have a bigger problem going for it in in that realm than men do. And they'll hesitate more about doing that. I know that that's been said. I, I see this in, in all sexes. So it, it, to me, it's, it, it's just a confidence thing. A better question to ask yourself in that situation, though, is am I willing to learn what I need to in order to meet the expectations of whatever the job description is? And do I believe I have the reasonable capacity to do so? Like, if there was a job that had a lot of mathematics requirements, that's going to be a no for me, because I'm just not bent that way. Now, looking back, I would say I had I had some short periods of time, at short episodes of imposter syndrome, but for the most part, I think what I dealt with was pops of self-doubt that were more prevalent. I had a reasonable level of expectation around my capabilities and what I could learn. I feel like I got that self-awareness pretty early on. And then I exited corporate and started my own practice. And I got a real good taste of imposter syndrome. 
because it kicked in really, really hard. I, and I discussed this a little bit last week on, I didn't have the, like the mantle of the Fortune 100 company. So it was like, oh, did I really accomplish that? Or, you know, was, oh, it was a team effort, that sort of thing. And it was, it really became challenging because it was like climbing a mountain to get to the opportunity. There's a lot of fear on, am I really going to be able to pull this off? Fortunately for me, as I've already mentioned, I hired a very high-end coach out of the gate. And we worked through a lot of those issues very, very in, in quick fashion. Now, that made it easier, but it didn't make it go away until I had some really positive experiences under my belt and sort of proved to myself that I actually could deliver on what I said I was delivering on. It was just in a different way, in a different format. And I was also very fortunate because my mentor had been in the personal development industry for decades, as was his mentor had been in for decades. So there was a lot of experience and knowledge there that I was really able to tap into. Now, <laughs> one of the major problems that I see in the personal development space is, and I really do not know where this came from, is that you only have to be one step ahead of your client. And that, I, I think that goes in a lot of different industries, but this is especially prevalent in, in coaching. And I believe very strongly that that is bullshit. Because statements like that, you just have to, statements like you just have to want it bad enough, or you have to have a strong enough desire, and you need to meditate on it more, or you just need to visualize it more. These all have a place in personal development. How often more, however, more often than not, I'm seeing them being used as that's all you need. And anything else above that, any doubt that you have, well, you're just having imposter syndrome. That's a mindset issue you just need to push through. Now, I already said that there are a lot of people in the coaching industry that think that this industry should be regulated. And I'm not one for regulation for many, many reasons. However, I do strongly believe that you should have training and mentorship if this if you're going to do this type of work. And that goes triple for any type of energetic or spiritual direction work. And you should have a commitment to continuous study and work to better understand in depth and deepen your knowledge of your expertise. And again, that goes across multiple industries. That's not this one. I'm just using this one as an example. There is nuance to this. Like if you were in HR for 20 years doing leadership development, you've got a master's degree, and now you've exited corporate and wondering, hey, should I get my coaching certification? Well, your runway of what you need is going to be very different from someone who has never even been on a, in a leadership development class that also has decided, I want to start a coaching practice to develop leaders. I mean, you would think that common sense would sort of problem with that. <laughs> this this whole thought process of I only have to be one step ahead is, again, very prevalent. So if you've dealt with anxiety most of your life and you've had a good six months, you probably shouldn't be starting a coaching program telling people that you're an expert on dealing with anxiety. Yet I see this. I've seen this multiple times. I've seen this from people that I actually know. 
And what if something unexpected happens? Then what are you going to do? Now, I saw this a lot when the pandemic started. A lot of mindset coaches losing their minds on social media. And when I asked my mentor about this, he reminded me something that I, I continuously keep this in the front of my head to keep my own self on balance and focused and have a commitment to mastery. He said, he reminded me not to confuse the ability to sell with understanding and embodying the lot knowledge. And I was like, ah, it's very true. If you went to a weekend-long Reiki certification that gave you a certificate certificate for Reiki Level 1 and 2 and Master in the same weekend, you are not a Reiki Master. You just aren't. It takes years. It takes experience. It takes that evidence that we talk about in the imposter syndrome definition that you're cultivating mastery within the energetic arts. It takes years to do that. Just because you have a piece of paper with a certification on it does not mean that you're an expert or have a level of mastering that subject. Self-doubt, that little little whisper, can actually bring you back down to reality and go, you know what, I do need to actually practice this. I need to work to embody this. I need to work to strengthen my, my knowledge base. But I see it all the time. I have lots of pieces of paper that have certifications around them that I don't put in my practice because they're either things I didn't resonate with or I took a course, I gained some knowledge, but I know I don't have a level of mastery in that because one step ahead of my clients is not how I run my practice. It's not how I was taught by my, my mentor to run my practice. That, that I've seen him in, in sessions look at someone and go, you don't need to be doing that. Now, not to say that the person can't eventually do that, but you have to be really clear on where you are. And that may be talking to someone about assessing. I, I mentioned last week that I had someone, when I started my practice, basically tell me that I should not be doing, like, you shouldn't be doing that or something along those lines. But it wasn't a conversation of, here's the skill sets I have, Here's the skill sets I need to build. It, that wasn't the conversation. It was just a blanket, hey, you shouldn't be doing that, right? But be honest where you are. And some of the people that I've seen do like the anxiety thing, for example, I, I have a reasonably in-depth understanding of where these people are in their, in their personal lives. And I'm like, mm, maybe, maybe not yet. Maybe do this, this, and this, and then you can build a practice around that. So... When it comes up so often, we hop on the imposter. When, when that self-doubt comes, we're very quick as a collective to hop on imposter syndrome because we've talked about it so much in the mainstream now. And again, it's important to talk about because I do think it holds people back. However, we label it so we can dismiss it, so we don't have to face the shadow, so we don't have to do the work. And that's the real interesting part to me, because if you have true imposter syndrome, that's something you want to work on. There's also work to do there. But let's get back to self-doubt. When self-doubt comes up, it might be worthwhile to take a pause, to really detach and go, hmm, what is this trying to tell me here? 
have I done this multiple times and this is just some naysayer voice in the back of my head that's not even mine? Or is it something newer that I'm like, uh, do I need to learn a different skill set? Do I have the capacity to learn this skill set? If you answer no to either or both of those questions, it's worth pausing further and going deeper on why you think you want to do this thing to begin with and get real clear around that. Perhaps you have a little bit of a savior archetype. You're trying to go save the world, save something, save anyone else and haven't worked on yourself enough because I see that a lot too. Get honest about where your skill set is, where your desires are, and where they're intersecting because that's where the magic happens. You can always get clarity around your vision. You can always deepen your skill set. If the answer is yes, do I need X skill set before I embark on this question, on this quest? Then go deeper. Like, okay, what is the skill set that I need to develop? And it's super helpful to have someone to talk through with this. When I pivoted in the types of clients that I was serving in my business, I would have never been able to do that effectively and as efficiently as I did it without my mentor's assistance. Because we work through, okay, this part, this, 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 this looks like imposter syndrome. Right? This over here, this is a little self-doubt. Okay, what's this about? All right, these are the areas that you're really going to have to put in the work to do this or this. You want to offer this offering? You know what? Probably should push that out until you've done this first. Get some experience under your belt. These are the skill sets you need to further develop. Now, I gave you examples in the coaching industry because it's easy, but this applies across the board. Is it really imposter syndrome? Or is it a little moment of self-doubt that's really trying to clue you in and give you some perspective in an area that you really need to focus in on? If you want to learn how to move differently in the world, you have to look at things from a different angle. You have to ask yourself deeper questions. You have to hold yourself to a higher standard, one of continuous improvement one of expanding your knowledge, one of those moments of you got to like look at what hills you're dying on on an ongoing basis. Okay, give that some thought. And as always, I would love to hear what you think. Connect with me on social media. If you have any mindset questions, you can send them always to breakfreeadrianmcdonald.com. That's in the show notes because you know I love a good Q&A for Break Free Friday. And I do want to mention I have one spot left for my birthday VIP day special at the time of this recording. That offer will expire once the slot is filled or 331, whichever comes first. Now I mentioned those details in the previous episode. And uh, I really look forward to connecting next week. Thanks for listening to the Mindset Strategist podcast. If you found this helpful, I'd love for you to share it out. And reviews are always appreciated. You can check out my website at www.adrianmcdonald.com for more information. 
I would also love to connect with you on social. The links are in the show notes. Have a beautiful day.